You are listening to the Sons of Asaph, a worship podcast. What is up, everybody? This is Adam Richardson. And this is Sean Patrick. Welcome to the Sons of Asaph worship podcast. I am not going to say a word about it, and we're just going to continue on. Adam... How's it going, man? <laughs> I like the resolve, man. This is good. That's that's you know, very 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 powerful, strong. You know, it's it's good. I like that you we're nothing held that if, in. We are nothing if we do not progress as humans. As uh, it's know, called as, bridled as leaders, criticism. <laughs> as leaders, also, you know, like I'm I'm enough of a comedian to know when a joke is played out. And so, unless something oh. comes up oh, where like yeah. I've got I've got some really good like new material that I think is going to be really funny, uh, but I'm I don't know that I'm a comedian. Like I would never ever like do like try to attempt a stand up thing. Like you know like I'm well the I only, think it's more I'm like the only one up here with it. a microphone and I'm funny. You know like it just, it's like nope like those guys like that's a special breed of thing and I'm I'm not that thing. Yeah yeah. No, uh, more pod bod. Yeah, definitely. I think we've we've acknowledged that. And <laughs> hey, pod bod. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm, but, uh, I'm content in the in the in the niche that I fit into. And you know, like we're just we're good. We're 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 gonna good. We're we're just happy. We're happy that things are here. Adam, how did Sunday go, man? Um. <clears throat> Sunday was okay. Um, got some. Uh, I got some new. Um, I like that. Sunday was pause. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Lately, like Sundays, it's. I, I think I, I'm kind of getting into this groove where, like, I just roll with every week, bringing something different. That's that's going to be gonna have to kind of run with it. Whatever it whatever it gives, like. Our projector didn't work yesterday. We lost a 50-foot HDMI cable, and so we have to buy one of those. I've got to buy some other stuff and just, like, replacement. For being portable, things break all the time, every week, and we never know until we get there. And so um, so that was that was some of the stuff that happened. But I also picked up over the last uh, – a few weeks ago, ordered um, some personal uh, monitors. So, like, in-ear – wireless packs like yeah. you know i i like i mean it's it's not new it's nothing fancy but it's like these were really nice packs however when i ordered them i thought i had ordered some that were called dual band monitors okay which means that the little box that sends that signal to my my earbuds um are uh can are capable of taking at least two channels of of this and broadcasting those two separate channels. So no, I got one transmitter for two packs, and so those two packs will hear the same thing, the same channel. Not really big deal of a hiccup, but it yeah. is also kind of frustrating because I, you know, I, I just don't, I, I don't know. Like it, it's it's something that uh, I'm gonna have to just kind of be used to figuring out how to do so yeah no, I, I you know i i'm i'm not worried about it but but it just means that in the probably nearer future than anything i'm gonna probably be hunting down for a dual band transmitter so anybody sure if you're listening um 
I would really love a dual band transmitter because then I'd have four channels for my uh, my my team to at least listen to instead of now two channels that four people get to listen to. So yeah, uh, that's that's always frustrating when you think you've got one thing and you like you you go to plug it in to use it that way and you realize, oh no, this isn't what I thought it was. It will still yeah. work, but it's like. I don't know. It's like, hey, we're going to get ice cream, and they're like, yeah, but it's frozen. Like it's it's, it's froyo. It's, <laughs> it's, it's frozen yogurt that kind of tastes like ice cream, and so like like you're you're in the ballpark. It'll still it still eats and somewhat tastes like ice cream, but you were ready for the full fat, you know, like Cold Stone version, and like you ended up at TCBY, you know, like <laughs> oh man, I haven't heard TCBY in a long time. Wow. <laughs> Do they even exist? <laughs> I know for a fact because I saw one this weekend. Yes, they exist. <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So that I mean, that out, was my Sunday. shout out to TCBY though. We kind of <laughs> threw your product under the bus, but you know, like, hey guys, <laughs> we are still in the market for sponsors. Any takers? You know? Can you um, imagine? Can you imagine? Like in the next little bit, like you're like, oh, this podcast brought to you by TCBY. We love it. And they're like, there's like this episode, like three, like three weeks or months before, <laughs> and they're like, that's not true. These guys are they sold out. They so the sons of Ace have sold out. Like, <laughs> Here's, oh my god, I have this visual of like trying to record me enjoying some of the yogurt, like for you, I was just like. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm, this is delicious. <laughs> Just blah, 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 blah. What's the, what's the best part about this? The Oreos I put on top of it. <laughs> and it's super healthy because yeah. of the yogurt. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, you know, I could I can I can go for some frozen yogurt. That's fine. But like, you know, if you're telling me ice cream don't take me to a frozen yogurt place. Like it's just kind of a an overwhelming letdown. So yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so <laughs> so yeah. That that was the you know the 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 gist of my Sunday worship was great. I got uh, I'm I'm bringing on another worship leader that uh, getting a chance for her to lead um, has been has been a. a really an answer to prayer. I mean, I met with her and her husband before, uh, before I started with Redemption Hill and really the prayer was to have them be part of it and feel welcomed. And then all the stuff happened and everything kind of blew up and those guys actually vacated and, you know, so to have them back and, you know, only kind of teasing worship over, over two years of time. And then, Have them come back and say like, yeah, we want to serve, and and I'm just like mind blown. I'm like, God, thank you for for changing whatever whatever you did in that heart to to be something that that was willing to come back and 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 invest in this, and yeah. and so you know they they had committed to one weekend. Uh, or one Sunday a month, and then now it's actually they're like we could turn up the volume because that that was an awesome experience and worship was great and um, and the sermon was great and so like it it you know as far as like how how the Sunday went it was really good I mean great response good prayer time and all that sorts of stuff but but 
it's just the technicalities of like rolling with things that break because that's yeah. normal. And so, yeah. you know, and right now I'm still navigating. I've got a worship member that was out and they're out of town, a couple that are sick and a couple that are, you know, healing from surgery. And so it's just kind of like, okay, you know, it feels like it used to feel, but I yeah. know that all of these pieces are there. They're just kind of in pause taking care of themselves and their health. And that's important. So it's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. How was well, your Sunday, Sean? Dude, I, you know, I feel like every week that I'm like, well, I did something new, like, uh, or like I, I, we attempted something different, and you know, like, uh, we had another week like that. So, um, you know, Sean, I, he goes to the experimental <laughs> church. <laughs> no, we, I, for a long time, as a, as a worship pastor, like, I'm used to being center stage. I'm used to being lead mic. I'm used to being you know, like with my guitar and different things. And what happened this week was I, uh, I handed off like the planning, um, was still involved with the planning, but I handed the, that off to, uh, our intern, Sandy, and she picked the songs like that would work and she led them. Uh, nice. like, and so I was on stage, but as a rhythm player, I was, I, I was the rhythm guitar. I, I did you keep I, like a real critical eye? Like you're just <laughs> like, you got like one raised eyebrow the whole time staring at her. You're like, don't screw this up. No, I, I was actually like, I was really proud of her. I think it for me, like she handled it better, I think, than I did. Because there were a yeah. couple moments where like, I'm just so used to being in that position of leadership that like, I started to speak when a question came up and I was like, Whoop! like I had to shut up so that I would allow her that, that space. And in fact, I probably will need to, uh, when the next time I see her, say I wasn't great at that like I need to like actually learn to like back up a little bit like even like and to allow you to lead better um yeah she she did a great job like really stepped into that in fact we we picked one song that um has like a has a fun guitar solo that our guys are used to playing in a key that I lead it in and so we talked with the 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 lead guitarist and he was like hey um that solo is based off of an open E string and moving that to the key of G is going to make that solo impossible. Like, it's just, like, it would take so long to learn how to do that. It would just be so much better if we could just do it in the original key. So, like, it was Friday night or Saturday, yeah, Friday night, um, she she texted me and was like, hey, he's like, he's he's pretty adamant doing this. Can you lead this song, just this one song? I said, Sure. And I got, like, we, we got into the song, and, like, we, we did the, the, the intro and rehearsal, and I'm just standing there playing. And I'm like, oh, I have to sing. And, like, I, I, ju- <laughs> I, I, I jumped up and had to do it, but um, she did. I she hate did, when that happens. Like, you're sitting yeah. there, you're like, oh, this, yeah, this is my part. Yeah, oh, oh I totally I, forgot. I, I have <laughs> another role. Like, I went, in, I went in on Sunday thinking, all I have to do is play guitar, and I need to be, like, I literally moved positions on the stage I put her center stage and I moved over to the side and like did you have to get like a moving truck to do that because you got a lot of stuff there I got the amp and everything yeah I mean it was (laughs) like our our sound man you know did a great job Jonathan did a great job like he was like he's like you sure you want to move this and I was like yeah I think we got to move it he's like (laughs) okay if you if you say we need to move it we're gonna move it and I'm like okay and I'm like just standing there like weighing it out like is it worth it? But like, it just, we needed to, uh, we like, we, we moved that over and I got to, um, 
yeah, I mean, it was really, really cool, and I was really glad that like she stood up in that way, led really well, and it was a new role for me that I'm that I haven't experienced like to like, in a long time, like a really long time to be like a support to the lead, you know, like in that versus like in a, versus like hey, I'm I'm the front and center guy. Um, mm-hmm. And so, like, I, I've I've, re- I've recognized that, like, I've stepped into that role, and like, I really feel like I can own that role really well. But there's other positions and places that I need to own. And here's one one little bit, just like you, here, you might drag the soapbox thing on this, but uh, I was <laughs> super convicted um, as we walked off stage. Like our team always like we walk off the side 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 part, and mm-hmm. then like we kind of like do this this little debrief um, after we after we finish. And so we walk off and like I'm saying, oh man, I missed that chord. My strum patterns were awful. You know, like like when I started singing, like at one one thing kind of this bit threw me off and I had to like pause and then get back in. Um, like our drummer, he, he threw a, a couple of things. Like we, based off of what we did in rehearsal, like one thing didn't go that way. Something was different. And so like we're, we're just trying to, talk through all that stuff and we're grading ourselves as we walk off stage. Like, you know, yeah. like as we walk, we're like, Oh man, that was a solid, you know, eight out of 10, you know, or that was a seven <laughs> out of, that, that was a 6.5, you know, like whatever. I've evaluated my level yeah. of worship of the Lord and this well, is what I think I did. And that's, know? that's exactly it. What happens is we, as worship leaders, we can walk off the stage and immediately like, we will know every screw up that we had, every missed chord, Every funky mm-hmm. note, every missed intro, every like tech glitch, or every one of those things, and we as worship leaders use that moment, or have that moment. The enemy can use that moment to distract us from what actually takes place. And like, I was standing backstage, and I was like, "Hang on a second, guys! Like, we 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 if we're talking, all we're thinking about right now is how much we messed up." Yeah, we, we we missed it. Like we we missed this point. Our job is to is to worship God. Did we do that? Were the people in with us on that? And like, who cares how many mess ups you make? Like, like obviously, like you don't want to just get up there and just you know doof it up. But you you want to do your best, but you also don't want to put like that much pressure on yourself that when you walk off and you missed one chord change or you played. Uh, like your hand didn't hit the the neck the right way, or you missed an intro and you had to go another bar before you got in, like that kind of stuff. Like that really doesn't matter. What matters it's is kind of worship. Like, yeah, I mean, it, it it makes me think of like my mind. My mind went to like the the sacrifice merchants, and so you have like in the temple courts and. And they're there evaluating the sacrifice, saying like you that that's that that wasn't a good enough sacrifice. So you got to buy this one that's unblemished, that doesn't have this, that does you know like. And it's this. Well, this one over here is perfect, and so you can use right. this one. But but you know, like if I'm going to be the merchant that I am, I'm going to evaluate all of the blemishes of your sacrifice to make sure that it's not worthy. And that. You know, that's that's basically kind of what we're doing internally is we're going like, man, I missed that chord. I didn't hit that note correctly. I wasn't in the right harmony path. You know, like it didn't matter what it was. We're just kind of criticizing ourselves, And that's 
that's a very normal thing that you know a lot of a lot of singers and musicians and artists do is yeah. is we're so critical on ourselves about what we you know our imperfections where you know it's it's not about the blemishes and the sacrifice it's about the willingness to sacrifice you know yeah. and and that's that's a, the big deal is is worship is about the willingness and not not being so critical right so I, and that's that like that's what hit me and so like that was after first service and after second service like i was like okay or like as we go into second service to lead i'm like you know what i'm who cares who cares if i mess up who cares if i play this chord funky or i get so caught up in worship that i miss a chord or that i mm-hmm. you know that I, I miss an intro like and that happened you know like i, I there there were a couple moments yeah like i if perfection was the goal i missed the goal I didn't play perfectly yesterday, but to be caught up in the worship and have people see that and, you know, like, and be, be permitted to, to engage that way and to be like, you know what, I don't need to bring a perfect sacrifice either because Jesus already is that. And so like, it was, it was like this really eye opening moment for me, as much as I love for things to work perfectly and sound perfectly and work, you know, like all the things, you know, with all the cables and like moving things around and like my rig was in a different place and all that stuff. Like I was just, I felt out of place, but God was still worshiped. God was still lifted up and, um, yeah. and I was, and I was convicted and challenged in that area. So it was, you know, I got to learn a bunch and I know Sandy learned a bunch. We had a great Sunday and, you know, here we are. Here we are on Monday, and we're just you know we're coasting downhill until another one. And so it's you know we we gotta learn what we learn, mature as we mature, and keep going because man, Sundays keep Sundays the Sundays keep coming. You know <laughs> we have that role. So it it was it was really good. Really enjoyed the Sunday, even though like some of the some of the lessons you learn might not be the easiest thing to learn at the time. Yeah. No, I, I, I think that's a really cool thing to, to kind of go through. And then, you know, to go into the second round of, of worship to be like, okay, this this has to be different. Like, I don't want that spirit to still be in me to be so critical about myself that, mm-hmm. you know, it, it takes away or detracts from from why I'm doing what I'm doing, from yeah. from worshiping the Lord. The God gets the glory. Let's let's give him everything we have. And if some of it's a mess, well then I hope that I'm a beautiful mess. That's yeah. that's what I hope for, you know? And, and does does the thought happen where like <coughs> God's God's the one who's put us in the position that we are, right? Like he's he's given us the authority to be leaders and to lead in worship to be pastors in this place. And so when we're critical of ourselves, Aren't, aren't, this, this is just a thought that hit my mind, but aren't, aren't we in some token and fashion criticizing God for putting us there because we've failed? You know, like, yeah. like there's, there's this interesting thing. Like, God, I don't know, like you're using this imperfect vessel, and I'm so imperfect. Second guessing. I, I'm so imperfect that I don't know that you really know what you're doing. And it's like, no, no, you know, he's like, I want to, he's like, I, I want to know, you know what like I'm your doing. organizational. Yeah. I'm like, I, yeah. I mean, maybe I, maybe I'm just willing to go to like the absolute worst first, you know, like, <laughs> like the, he, he said hi and good morning to me. That means he, he absolutely hates Ford trucks. Like, what? <laughs> like that, 
how did you get there? No, okay. And like, I'll, I'll walk you through my thought process. But like, it, it, I come to weird conclusions sometimes, and I have to be talked off several cliffs of like, no, this is what he means, you know. So anyway, but I get that. Like, like that's that's kind of a, a a cool way to look at it. Is is you're like, when I'm so critical about myself that I start questioning my position that God has called me to be in and and serve in, and I go like, well, God, I I, I don't. I don't really trust your decision making skills. Like I feel like there's you know this is a this is a character flaw and you're like okay well, like when I put those words into relation about criticizing God yeah. I'm like yeah. one first and foremost you're like whoa buddy whoa you got to be careful with what you're saying. Yeah. This is a recorded podcast. Um but no I like I'm not saying that in the reality. I'm just saying my actions as a self-critic and thinking and dismantling my imperfections and saying I'm not worthy of the sacrifice, you know, then is it, that's 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 me in all reality questioning God's authority of being that person who called me into the position that I am. I'm yeah. I'm doubting that he, I'm saying he has a character flaw in that sense. My actions communicate that. So that's where you're like, I get where you're saying. Like that's, that's not even extreme. I just think, you know, I think that that's, that's a really good way of saying it is you are, you know, a, a very big, significant doubting Thomas. Like you don't think that he is, you know, he, he yeah. is what he says he is, you know? And you're like, no, no, he's, he is really that and more, yeah. more than you and even then, know. And you got to go to Paul's <laughs> words, you know, like my, you know, my grace is sufficient for you for my power is made perfect through weakness. Yep. You know, like, and you know, like God's, God's in this level of like, yeah, you're so messed up, but I'm going to use you in spite of you. Like you're going to be <laughs> so amazed at who I am as God, because you know who you are and I'm still going to use who you are to tell this story about how, about me. And I'm gonna I'm gonna use this music that you play. I'm gonna use this position that you stand. I'm gonna use that 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 missed chord to encourage somebody. And it's like wow, like you know, like like we just when we think of ourselves more than when we are or what we are. Yeah, it's like I it was such a cool moment for me. And it, it just led me into a deeper place to worship from. So yeah. Dude, I, I, I really like this because this is this gives me a good good chance to segue to this. Um, you know, we, we talked off 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 air about kind of what we wanted to talk about for a worship burrito and I just wanna read this. It's a it's a tweet from an artist that uh, I I'm really I this guy is a mystery to me because there's not a lot of information about him. Um, and so like the tweet says, If it doesn't glorify God, it doesn't matter. Mm. You know? And like in essence, like even if it's if if I'm being critical about those things and and trying to unpack my failure, then it's not glorifying God. It doesn't matter, you know. Like yeah. it, it, you know, and and I like this. So the artist's name, and I'm I'm I can't figure out whether it's Kieran, Kyron, uh, Kyiran. I I have no idea, but it's Kieran the Light. Is, is what it is. It's K-I-E-R-A-N, The Light. And uh, he's a rap I, artist. I think if I saw that name, like, and I'm reading it, and I'm reading it out loud to my kids or whatever, I would say Kirian. But there's no I there. Kir- Kirin. Kirin, yeah. 
Because yeah. I, I have a niece that, that, that her name starts very similar, K-I-E. And and that that would be how I that's how I say her name is Kier. Yeah. Uh, and so so Kieran. maybe yeah, so Kier in the light. And like there's no autobiography, there's nothing about this guy that I can I can see. The biggest thing that I do see is his glorifying God. Like yeah. it is central in every message that he's got. And um, you know, one of the songs that he has is called God Told Me. And God told you know, the song really kind of just just talks about God told me to do this. I'm gonna get up off of my butt and I'm gonna start glorifying him and I'm gonna use everything I can to to do specifically that. I'm gonna stay in that lane and I don't care what anybody else says, I don't care what the labels say, I don't care about what it is. He is completely crowdfunded, so he doesn't have a label. He is producing this stuff and, and working with individuals, but he's also calling on public to be able to help him accomplish this. Yeah. Because the industry itself when you're producing this kind of stuff costs loads of money. And so, you know, those guys may not necessarily be, you know, as as generous in their like, hey, dude, you can come in and spend, you know, 36 hours of recording studio time in order to accomplish this album. But but when when you have the, the crowd backing behind you and saying, yeah. like, hey, check it out. You know, then then he has something that these people can tangibly do, and I think what's great about that is that you're you're, you're going into these studios with a, a backing and support of a of a crowd, and and you're being able to the message that you speak into that microphone is outstanding. I love every song so far, and you know if, if you want to listen to it, God told me, Kier in the Light on Spotify, on Amazon, whatever it is, whatever you want to listen to, um, but. But I would definitely give it a listen and, and check it out if you like rap. If you don't, still give it a listen. It's really, really good stuff, you know? And so... Um, if, if you yeah. don't like rap, you know, like the, from what Adam has just said, go to Spotify, click play, turn the volume down, give this guy some credit and some some funds for, like, a, a play or yeah. something. You know, like, you know, like, I know that guys and recording artists, like, who do this, like, that's that's what they do. They just put their stuff on and they hit play and repeat and you know, like that, like that's one way to get plays. You know, like you just so you get 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 noticed. shameless get, plug. We do that. <laughs> I, I I can neither confirm nor deny that I I leave our podcast on repeat. Um, uh, awkward. Uh, no. So all. <laughs> <laughs> All 19 downloads that one day are from Sean. <laughs> yeah. And my mom. So I have her doing it too. So thanks, mom. Yeah. <laughs> that that one's not going to make the cut for that. I know. It was, that, was a, that, thanks, was a, that was a sadder, sweeter one. You know, like... <laughs> It's that okay. was just endearing. That's yeah. what that was. Yeah. Very endearing. Thank you. you. Know, it was anyway, day. check it, it out. Mother's Cure day the Light. Yesterday. Cure in the Light. That's the... Uh, that, that's that's the deal, you know. I, I think um, I, I don't have anything else. I don't have any old news. Um, there's not a lot of stuff going on, um, but I but I do want to. I, I want to say this. The last week, I think both you and I, because we were talking off mic about this, have kind of gone through some stuff. Uh, maybe not personally, um, but have impacted both our lives in a personal level and. One of the things that, that really comes from that is 
this desire to um, to not do anything, mm. <laughs> you know, and to, to just when I don't feel like doing it. And you, we're recording this podcast after, you know, a couple other episodes that are going to post ahead of it. But you'll notice that there was a week that nothing happened, and and that was my last week. And so we record, and then a week later, typically, I post an episode. And so you'll see two episodes post, hopefully shortly. But um, but that's that that's because last week, man, I just had a lot of heaviness and a lot of stuff going on, a lot of things that were happening that by the end I was done – you know, writing anything quirky and funny just didn't feel right to me. I was too yeah. much in a in a state of of you know I was caring for some things that were going on and and really giving a lot of my attention and mental capacity to that and and so by the time I was done, man, I just didn't feel like it. Have you yeah. ever had that? Yeah, I think that like the the biggest the biggest portion of like you know I, I'll, I'll I'll set it up like this. Before I became a pastor, uh, you know, and I was just, I would go to church every Sunday. I really did just believe that church just kind of happened. And like, like the pastors just showed up too. Like they did, like there was not a whole lot of work that went into, there there was not a whole lot of work that went into that Sunday before Sunday. Like, like the pastor, yeah, sure. He prepped his sermon. Like the guys like, yeah, they, they, they met on Sunday or like, or whenever they did rehearsal for the worship team and it just happened. And cause that's, that's largely how I think, or I, I, and maybe I'm, maybe I'm over assuming on some level from the congregation, but for the congregation, like there's not a lot of thought that goes into Sunday. They show up Sunday, they sit and listen to the sermon. They, they worship along with the church, but there's there's really maybe very little that goes in for the week, you know, like Sunday is just Sunday. So we, you know, during the week, you know, when I became a pastor, I realized how big of a burden um, that pastor... I mean, technically Sunday is the only day that I have to wear pants. <laughs> I mean, in this, this <laughs> pandemic time frame, like you know, like, you know, the gym short market market is going to be like in a big shortage. But um, no, but like su- like Sunday, like there's so much that goes into just making Sunday happen. But then also, like being a pastor isn't just Sunday morning's experience. Sunday morning's yeah. experience is such a small part of what the church honestly is. Like, yeah, we, we come to a building and we have a service and like, we, you know, we sit in Bible studies and, you know, the kids, the kids have kid, uh, children's ministry and, you know, we're able to encourage each other, check out before noon or maybe slightly afternoon, go to lunch and then take a nap. Like that's Sunday. But during the week, people have real life that happens and we do too, like as, as that. And we, as pastors, you know, there are moments where people legitimately reach out with with things that hey we need your help here we need you to speak into this situation we need to do whatever and that that is a burden that we that we work to carry and it can be so uh like while it's awesome and it's so cool to be in that 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 vein or whatever like to be called into that crisis it's also it it does cost like it does cost energy it does cost bandwidth it does cost yeah. you know that 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 investment and sometimes like when i after i'm in a situation like that i come home to my family and i'm exhausted 
and I don't have a lot to give them. And so if I don't have a lot to give to my family in some areas, like there's some of those, some of those moments where it's like my energy is completely depleted because I've walked through this process with somebody and I don't have a lot to give. And so like there's that I don't feel like it moment. Like when like, okay, you got to get up again. You got to get up and go again. And sometimes yeah. you're like, I don't want to. Like it's it's so hard. But you have to find it within yourself and muster muster up that courage and the strength to do it. I really like uh, at the end of the night, I have a routine that I try to get my kids into. And they, they, you know, like we, we finish up the night doing this kind of stuff. And one of the things that I actually enjoy doing is getting an opportunity to get my daughter winding down. And so, you know, part of that process is reading books together. And so we'll sit and we'll read books and probably three, four, four books usually. But, you know, this week was one of those things where like, yeah. you know, even even looking at paying the price for that is, is just going, man, I just, I don't have it. Like when I come home, I'm coming home, trying to pack in all the things that I do for work, and this is all normal stuff. But then, you know, add this on top of it, and I come back from that, and I'm, I just, I can't even, I don't, I don't have the, I'm going to fall asleep. Even yeah. trying to read a book, I'm going to fall asleep in a chair next to my daughter's bed, and my daughter's going to be like, hey, I'm not asleep yet, Dad. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I'm, I'm like drooling. And so, you know, it, it's, it's just this... It, yeah, I mean, like you said, it you lose, you don't have the bandwidth for it, and my my family kind of pays the price for it. Yeah, but I think I think one of the things I I, I think about that is that, um, you know, I I don't ever want that to become something where I'm like I'm resistant of doing and responding to something or responding yeah. to that need, um, you know, because at the cost of saying that, you know, like well, I just don't have the bandwidth for you, you know, like that's, that's not in my DNA. And so, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to naturally come and help no matter sure. what, you know, no matter what the situation is. And, but yeah, shuffling or shifting some of the priorities in order to make sure that that's something that you're yeah. serving well in is important, but yeah, there's a cost to it. And yeah. that cost to me was, was the fact that, some of the little things that I feel like, you know, I, I just kind of prioritized and said, you know, editing software or editing the recordings for a podcast weren't on the priority list. I, yeah. I had other things I wanted to look at and take care of. And that's not a bad thing necessarily. No. But it is also a thing to think like, I don't ever want to have that become some level of resentment or some level of hesitation because... Well, last time I did this, it, you know, it cost me this, or yeah. I had to, I had to do this, and so it, it was hard. Um, there's, and, and so there's the level. This time of, I'm hesitant. You yeah. Know? There's the there's the want to dos. There's the and there's the get to dos, and there's there's the have to dos. You know, like there's there there's those things that that happen, and there are the moments that like yeah, like you know, as a pastor, when you get that phone call, it's like I need your help. Like, yeah. you know, you know that like, this is what God's called you to do. And even if like, you don't feel like properly equipped to handle that situation, you're still now in it. Like you need to like work, work with this person or like find the help for them that they need, uh, speak into it. Like in what you were talking about, like having it like, well, I don't know because it costs me. Am I, am I willing to step into this situation? It can be a both and. 
you know, like you, there, there are those moments where I think that we as pastors, honestly, we do need to be able to say no. Like, yes, like absolutely. There, there, there needs yeah. to be like, just because it's, it's a situation and like, you know, or, you know, like, and, and we want to step into that and help sometimes that, that may not be the best option for this person or, or you know, who the person who needs help, like maybe they honestly do need to figure some things out on their own. Or you can say like, I have, I have an hour that I can sit down with you. I don't have all day. I can't give you my whole day. Like there's like, you just, you can't have my whole day. Right. Um, right. And so like, I can sit down with you for an hour and I can point in that hour to a few things that you need to work on. But, you know, or like you can do like, or I can get you connected with somebody who's got some more time or whatever. But uh, like, there are those moments where you have to like, yeah, like, say no and that's tough too <laughs> i i agree with you you know it's not always um it's not always fruitful for me to you know take another piece or spin another plate just just to try to fill that need especially if it's somebody who you know you might be able to to help them in a in a means of connecting them with somebody who is more is a better fit to be able to to minister to that. Yeah, you know, I think I, I think more so. I mean, because that kind of that that kind of stand like rests in the vein of of discipleship and mentorship, um, you know, and those sorts of things. But I think when it when it comes down to crisis, like a house fire or an emergency situation, somebody's hospitalized, uh, or what you know, whatever it is, in those yeah. situations, like Mobilize. coming to. Coming to those moments, um, I know that that's not going to be an ongoing thing. And I think yeah. that's that's kind of the distinction I would make is that, you know, the person that I feel like, hey, for the next little while, we're going to be on this course. And, you know, that's a mentoring or, or character development aspect. Right. But uh, where they, they might need to learn from this. And I don't want them to – I don't want to enable some sort of codependency because I just – happen to be there for them you know but 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 when it's an emergency situation that results in you know any any number of of things that are are momentary but devastating (laughs) you know are those those are the things that that really like i you know this last week i had i had that exact scenario and it gave an opportunity for the church to really have you know, experience something as well. I called on, uh, in my example is I, I called on my, my men's ministry guys and the men's ministry leader. They have a, a, usually a Tuesday night meeting that they get together and, you know, eat really huge, amazing burgers and hang out and talk <laughs> about Jesus, you know? And I'm yeah. like, dude, that sounds outstanding. Like if I had time, I would, if that was in my bandwidth, I would be there and getting fat and happy on burgers. Cause that sounds so cool. But as, I a, just, as a men's ministry yeah. leader, as a men's pastor at our church, yeah, man. Like, yeah, that, like, I, I just, I now have like some program stuff that I can work on and do. So, bur- burgers and Jesus, yeah. burgers and Jesus. So, I, so, so I called on those guys and I said, hey, like, look, you know, I, I don't have, I can't get your burgers, but I, I could really use your help. Like we, we have this, this person that needs, it, it's in a situation and we really need your help. And, and your guys, you guys would be a great assistance in that. And so they dropped everything. They rescheduled their whole meetup and all the, I, I, like, at least I, I don't know how big the crew is normally, but a lot of them showed up for this. Yeah. And, you know, I think it, it 
you know, I, I was thanking them after they had finished doing it and helping and serving in this. And I was like, man, without you guys, I don't think this would have been possible. So I, yeah. I, I really do appreciate it. And one of the one of the guys chimed in is like, that's what the church is. That's that's what it is. Like, be the right. church. And, right. And you're right. I don't think it it ever really computes that when we say something like that, it means we might be exhausted at the end of the day yep. because of what we're doing. And yep. we might not have, it might take away from something else in being the church. And that's, yeah. I think, an important thing of, of saying, like, you know, we go back to our the, be, the beginning of this podcast where we talked about the sacrifices. When we're sacrificing ourselves to to do this and and so that's that's the cost of this is that serving Christ and serving the kingdom and serving the church and serving the body comes at a cost and yeah. and a lot of times people you you really kind of start defining that line if you find people that aren't willing to pay for that cost or pay that that price of of being in being the church yeah you know i don't I, know I, I think that, I mean, like, yeah, there there is a cost, for sure. And in anything that we do, like, you know, you've got the old adage that we all have the same number of uh, hours in the day, and it's how you choose to spend it, and, you know, like, like it, it, it's it's all that. Like, there there is a cost. You have to evaluate whether, whether that cost is worth it. You know, like, I'm willing to invest here in this thing. And so, like for those people who, whether whether full time, vocational, part time, uh, complete volunteer, like in, if you stood up for the kingdom and said, "I'm going to lead in this way," you've said, like you've made that that choice that this this is worth it. My yeah. my willingness to step up is worth it. My energy level after this thing, yeah, that's going to be worth it. And like our families too, like they recognize. They also have to sacrifice. Like my kids have to sacrifice when when I go and Sunday nights, like I'm leading at different church plants because those church plants need help. Um, like I'm I'm willing to do that, but like I miss out on time with them. My wife, like you know, she's she's referred to the phrase you know ministry widow because on Sunday mornings, like I'm out yeah. super early in the morning <laughs> to go to go there, and she has like she's there with the girls uh, to get them ready to go to church or whatever it is that, that's happening that day, we, she, has to, she, she has to make that choice too, and we make that choice as a family. And then when I come home and I'm completely wrecked, and my wife, like last night, I'm completely wrecked after a full day of, it was great stuff. You know, church was great, you know, and then it was Mother's Day. And so we went and did some family thing, stuff with her, with my wife's family. And that was great, and had to had such a great time. And we got home, and there was a there was a sink full of dishes. And I'm like, dang it, like I I don't want to do the dishes, but I'm gonna. And then like yeah. I, then I felt like I checked off the box. It was a good husband, you know, like did did the good stuff for <laughs> for, for father or for not Father's Day for Mother's Day. And then we get up, and we're we're kind of like winding down. Like the kids are in bed. We're we're like you know kind of just that like the hour or so before you go to bed, and. Uh, my wife looks at me and she goes, "Will you help me fold the laundry?" And I'm like, <laughs> "There was no, there was no thing that I wanted to do less at that moment in time than fold laundry." And like, I know, and <laughs> I know in my face, I was just like, Ugh, "Okay," <laughs> you know, like, and like, I sat down 
and with this terrible attitude, folded clothes. And like, but I, I still, I still went and did that. And so like, there's those moments, right? Like in crisis, whatever, like there's those moments, you know, it's going to cost you, you know, it's going to take more out of you. And sometimes you just don't feel like, like, cause how, how everything is piled up in the week like when you walk to Sunday or that role that you're going to do, whether you're a greeter or worship leader, uh, somebody who cleans toilets at the church, whatever, like there's just those moments when you look at that task and you go, man, I don't want to. And you still need yeah. to. Like you still need to. Like it's it's that thing. Or like how many times have you felt like you don't want or you don't feel like worshiping? The week has been so heavy. The day has been so heavy. The morning, nothing's gone the way that you want it to go. And so you just – you don't feel like it and you've got to convince yourself that now, now it's time to step up and do it. I think the thing that like, you know, people use it as an excuse or as kind of a a way out to say this, but they say it in the sense of, um, you know, the powers and principalities that are stacked against you. And that's, that's the, that's the truth and the reality, but it doesn't feel like it. Sometimes you feel like, well, that's just traffic. And that's just the jerk that, you know, did this, or that's the, the guy that gave me cold coffee at the, the, the coffee shop. Like, you know, I'm like, if they give me cold coffee, they're dead. Like, just so you know, like, that I was is just going to say, thing that, is, that is messed I up. will draw the line somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, but, <laughs> The, the, the idea is that it doesn't always feel like it's powers and principalities. It more looks right. like faces and names of other humans. And you're like, yeah, like I don't I, I can't really name it and, and attack it if it if it's some other otherworldly thing, you know, right. uh, but but. But when it's when it's a face and a name, man, I can go after that. You know, Jake from State yeah. Farm. You sound <laughs> atrocious. You know, <laughs> and so <laughs> I was not expecting that at all. That was awesome. Who is this at three in the morning, Jake? What is? What are you wearing, Jake from State Farm? Sorry, that just. Oh, that is one of the greatest. Okay, you win. You win the podcast. You won. That was great. <laughs> But I I always use this as, as a worship leader. This has been you know kind of a mantra that I've I, I look at is when life gets difficult, when life is tough and tough, t- it's all the time, man. Like if I feel like I am I am just getting hit m- more often, this the volume there has increased, my volume increases, and so my worship gets louder. My my time in worship gets longer, and I spend a lot of that energy, you know, exhausting myself in a moment sitting in God's and soaking up God's presence um, because I know that, you know, that's that's the that's the thing that that puts me together, holds me together and keeps me there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, and, and that's that's literally I've I've you know, using the description of what worship is, worship is like artillery. It's like yep. lobbing missiles at the enemy. Those powers and principalities run when it talks about worship. And that's why I said, then turn it up, turn up the volume, sing unashamed at how loud and ridiculous you sound. Just do it and glorify yeah. God. And yeah. and those things, those things will flee. Yep. The enemy will go away from you. Yeah. So, so David, David in uh, Psalm 42, like he, he has that idea, that same thing. Like, when I don't feel like it, like, what is my response? And like 42.5 and again in 42.11, 
uh, he the, the phrase is this: Why are you cast down, O my soul, and why are you in turmoil within me? Hope in God, for I shall again praise Him, my salvation and my God. Like he's really dealing with, you know, I feel, I don't feel like this. I'm feeling terrible. My soul is just burdened. And it's like, I'm, I'm feeling like the, the pressure of everything that's happening. And David's response is hope in God. Like I'm going to, I'm going to put my hope in God because even though I don't feel like it in this moment in time, I will again praise him because he's my salvation and he's my God. And that's yeah. such, that's such a cool, cool reminder that like even, even a man after God's own heart, you know, we use, you hear this in, in sermons all the time. You know, David was this very imperfect person, and we see this, the, that, that example over and over and over in him. But he's still described, even with all of those imperfections, he's described as a, as a man after God's own heart. And even he didn't feel like it sometimes. He didn't have the energy. He didn't have the bandwidth. But we still go to that moment of like, you know what? Even though I don't feel like it, I'm going to again. I'm going to again. And like what you just said, yep. hey, I'm going to turn this up. I'm going to, I'm going to, like, we're going to, we're going to lob the artillery. We're going to make this thing happen. And how often, like, do you have the same feeling? Like, I don't feel like it. And then you get after the worship set, like after you've done that, and you're like, you're ready to take the world on. Like, like oh yeah, the, the energy it's just so comes re-energizing, back. man. Yeah, and like it's the, it's such a good recharge. It's such a good, you know, like. My cups, my cups empty, or it's you know it's it's emptying out, and man, I just need that pouring pouring in time, and yeah, dude, yeah. I, I can take on the world. Yeah, so I you know I I love I love that about worship. I love that it you know in those moments where you really do feel the enemy coming after you, or you feel you feel the weight of the week, um, the moment, and it doesn't. It's not just like it's not just for worship leaders, right? Like put put music on in your car. Sit in silence. Do like find something where you find yourself in God's presence. That's worship. It doesn't have to be like with a guitar, although that's that's super awesome. Like I, I love doing <laughs> that. Um, but it, it doesn't have to be that. But find yourself worshiping God. Like putting self putting yourself to the side to stand in God's presence and stand in awe of who He is. That's that's where it's at. Like that's that's the best part of it. And when I when I'm standing in awe of who God is. I recognize that my problems and my burdens and the things that I, I work to carry are infinitesimally small. I don't know if that's a word. They're they're really they're really little. That's infinitesimal. <laughs> they're really really little. That works. Maybe like you know I, I was trying to use a five dollar word and I, I had four, feel like I it's four dollars easier to say really little. How <laughs> yeah, a five dollar word and I got I got four dollar budget anyway. Um, <laughs> That, that tried to happen, but I've realized that my problems are really small when I see God for who, who, how big he is. So in those moments where we deal with crisis, where we feel those those things, you know, this sounds very cliche that two worship leaders who are talking on a podcast would say, turn to worship, but I double dog dare you to give it a shot. Yeah. I dude, I've got groups uh, like text messaging groups that it's it's one of my favorite things to just go down this rabbit hole. But every once in a while, I'll I'll open up a YouTube. Some there's there's so many different worship groups that are on there. Uh, like if you want one, worship mob, just type in worship mob, and that like they do covers and like some of the worship sets they do are. 
10, 15 minutes long, but they're like mashups of worship and they're mobs of people doing it. And so it is such a cool experience to be able to just kind of get lost in that. And I, I think I think the greatest thing about that is that like I I will get lost for I, I won't even pay attention to time. I will just start diving into that. You know, I, I turn into like an ugly crying mess sometimes, you know, like and and to me it's just one of those things that like after i'm done if i don't have the voice to do it or maybe i'm not feeling good and my voice isn't there and so i don't feel like wailing on my guitar right now i'm going to i maybe yeah. maybe i just want to do that i'm going to open up youtube and i don't necessarily have to sing but that is a moment for watching these other crews of people glorifying god getting i'm i'm still getting that 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 God fix, you know, yeah. and, and just I love that opportunity. So yeah, I, I'll I'll double down on that with with Sean. I dare you, bring it on. You feel like life is crap, just open up some YouTube and 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 watch some watch some watch some worship. Yeah, spend some worship. time worshiping God. And <laughs> I'm glad uh, you qualified worship. that. You feel like crap? Open up YouTube. Like. <laughs> Well, go further, you know, like, <laughs> don't just open up YouTube and, like, whatever random video you There's find. a whole lot of stuff that's not yeah. good on there, okay? There, like, there look up worship videos, like, you know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like, like, type in worship mob, like, find some, like, or just find yourself in a place where you can sit in God's presence, because, you know, like, here, the pastoral answer, but when you find yourself in God's presence, when God shows up, he's got something to say. Yes. Our God, Our God is not silent. He, he won't stand idly by. And so he's got something to say. And when God has something to say, I want to be, I want to be attentive to what he's got to say. And cause I know it's going to be transformative in my life. It may, it may bring pressure. It may be, it may bring some pain, but I know on the, the outside of that, like it's, it's going to be so much better to be in the center of God's will and to honestly, to be, to be worshiping him. It's, it's, it's so much better than anything that I can do on my own. You know, we, we, we had this message uh, last week in, in the sermon, and I only bring this up because you say God has something to say, and I was coordinating with, uh, just going over for music and selecting what songs and that kind of stuff, and, you know, I, I my, my normal routine throughout the week, and um, my other leader that joined me last week, uh, she I had her sing the song, How He Loves. And so everybody knows this song. It's really easy. It's a super, super duper simple song to, to do. However, um, the uniqueness of this moment was earlier in the week, she was going through this like, man, I am just so jealous of this time. And like, I don't even understand. Like, I'm, I'm getting sick and tired of, of just all this. I got to go here. I got to go there. I got to run here. I got to run here. And, um, you know, I, she, she goes, but, but it's all just taking away from me and it's just subtracting and pulling things away from me. And I just don't feel like I get that. And she goes, God, why, why do you have me going through this life? You know, why do you have me going through all these difficult things that are just sucking the life out of me? Yeah. And, and, and then she gets the, like, after that, she's, she's talking to God about this. She's like, I'm jealous of the people who are doing, you know, doing great and doing fine and everything looks fine and dandy. And then I send out the set list to her and tell her, hey, I want you to sing this song. And she's, what's the first line of that song? He, he is, is jealous, jealous for me. Yeah. And so she was just like, boom, mind blown. <laughs> she's like, she's like, 
that that could not have been better timed than right there. Yeah. And she goes, and I didn't know anything about it. like that wasn't a conversation I had with her. I just picked that song and said, I think that you you would sound really great singing this song. And yeah. she's just like, I can't believe that that's what happened. So I was just like, man. I'm going to start crying here in a second. So we got to move forward. And like, but that's <laughs> such a beautiful thing where it's like, God has something to say. And, and a, a lot of times in worship is an opportunity for, we may not necessarily audibly hear that, but our hearts hearing everything that he is pouring into us. And that's, that's such a re-energizing, such a big deal. So yeah. dude, we could, we could keep going, but we got to stop. Um, you know, I, I love this, but uh, can, can you do me a favor can you pray us out, and then uh, we're yeah. gonna get off for for this episode. Adam is officially tired of hearing my voice, and so we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna move move that's, on. That's why I asked you to pray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I want you to talk to God instead of me, man. Would you? And I, <laughs> all right, let me pray. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for the reminder that you you love us, God. You you pursue us. You want us to be in relationship with you. And Father, for the person that that's listening to this that feels like they don't have anything left to give, uh, for the worship leader who is struggling every Sunday and and paying the paying the price uh, at home, God, I, I pray that you would sustain them and sustain us as we as we aim to lead, not for our glory, Father, but for yours. God, would you yes. would you give us uh, the energy, the mercies that we need each day? God, we know that you, you you tell us that in your word, and we just claim that promise. God, we need you more than we can ever know or let on. And so, Father, help us to, to lean in, to press into you. And when it feels too heavy, when it when when the burden that we carry feels too heavy, and when we step into roles and we try to pick up other burdens in those things, Father, I pray that you would just help us to recognize that there's nothing that you can't handle. And so father help us to leave those burdens at your feet and father to, to, to aim to, to direct ourselves to spend time in your presence, God, to worship you because you're worthy of it. But also father, you, you direct us, you give us something to say, you give us something to do God. And you just, you glory in, in your children. And so father help Mm -hmm. us to just, to be in that moment with you. So Father, for those for those who are listening to this, I pray that you encourage them. For those moments of crisis that are taking place, God, I pray that you provide wisdom and discernment to make the right help people make the right decisions. But more than anything, more than thoughts and prayers, Father, help these people to end up in your presence, to worship you. God, we with this double dog dare that we that we've listed listed out, I pray that somebody listens to this and says immediately i'm going to i'm going to i'm going to go worship and they find themselves in your presence and god would you just speak and minister to them thank you father we love you it's in your son's name amen amen oh man good <laughs> well we'll sign off until next time i'm Sean Patrick Adam Richardson blessings thank you for listening to the sons of asaph worship podcast if you like the show make sure to leave us a review And to subscribe, connect with us on our Facebook page. See you next time. Thanks, Mom. Jesus, Jesus, Tiger King. Jesus, Jesus.